Okay, guys, I thought about how many Mondays I had left until retirement this past Monday because this past Monday fucking sucked. So one um, less than what number? Yeah, wh- what, what's the number you just said, Nick? One, uh, 1,820. I'm yelling. That's a lot of fucking Mondays left, man. Yeah. One thousand. And there's a week associated with each one of those, <clears> dude. <throat> Think how many golf rounds that is. It's crazy how quick the weekend goes. Like you work all week just for two days and then you blank and it's Monday again. That's just a wild concept to me. It's going to be Monday tomorrow. Fuck. The fourth Monday of the week tomorrow. (laughs) It's too many, dude. Every day is a Monday at this point. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I can't think forward when it comes to like corporate anything. Like, I can't think of how long I'll be doing it because we'll be doing it longer from now until retirement than we've been alive in general. Oh, God. So all those years and diapers that don't count and being a toddler and a kid and having fun. Just take me out All that and then add another probably half a decade. Just take me out back and shoot me right now. Yeah. Just put me down. Live your life you already live. That's just spraying his ankle at the Kentucky Derby. Just yeah. put me down. Dude, it's rough. I mean, we thought school was bad. It's only like 12 years, give or take, depending on what state, how much your state cares about you. Oh, God. You think we're going to have a four-day work week at all in our lifetime? Never. No, I hope right. so. Never. Not in this in like world. America. Are we more likely to get nuked or have a four-day work week? I don't know. Honestly, probably get nuked, right? Probably. There's no I way like, corporations yeah. in America would agree to that. They're so you want dialed everyone in to be on sad. the evil, dude. They're dialed in on the evil. They're anti-human. evil. <laughs> Hope maybe the world will just be over before we even get to retire. Dude, if Thursday became Friday, oh, man. That would be manageable. That would be fucking heat. Though. But I feel like if they did, realistically, like, people don't work hard on Fridays. Like, if there's a day to chalk, nah. like, it's Friday. You're not scheduling meetings, like, blah, blah, blah. If they would just give back that extra day, think about how much more money could be spent by the people that would normally be working on those companies and they're at higher spirits. What do you do when you're happy, bro? You spend money. You go to a bar and you're in a good mood, you're spending money, dude. It's that simple. Good moods equal spend money. So what like reason do they really not have when they can just unleash all those people they just paid to give them the money back faster? You have three days to give it back to us instead of would two be, now. Would that be good for employees though? Like yeah, you're losing, dude, you you're have three days day. off. You're losing a whole day out of your like paycheck, though. Yeah, but I'm sure they're not going to like cut everybody's pay significantly yeah. like four, that. Four ten hour days is better than five sure, eight hours. The right? argument is that you can get the same amount of work done in four days that you can in five. Would you rather work two extra hours a day to have Friday off? Yes. Yeah, if you think okay. about it, yeah, because those two extra hours, you're not going to fucking work anyway. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> yep. At the end of the day, like, humans are capped at a certain amount of work, and it's not 40 hours. It's just that simple. Everybody wants to talk about, well, oh, I work 55 hours this week. Well, I have four jobs, and I worked 297 hours this week, and I only slept one hour. And it's like, great. You didn't do that. What are most of those jobs half the time? Something where you're just, like, sitting there on the clock. Mm-hmm. that's your third or fourth job that you're bragging about. We don't inherently do anything as a workforce. If you really look at what goes on, how much time do you spend just staring at your screen, doing absolutely nothing, doing the click in Excel. You're just, dude, I have cells. had multiple, multiple, uh. multiple jobs at this point 
if you're not in a service job, you're not doing that much, whether that service be a restaurant, mm-hmm. a pl- plumbing, like whatever, and you're still fine. The plumber's still asleep with a butt crack hanging out in your kitchen. There it is, dude. <laughs> if it wasn't for, like, the fact that you can't get health insurance or, like, retirement as a bartender, one, I'd probably be dead already, and two, I would have never left bartending in South Carolina. <laughs> See, that's why they're not giving health insurance. Dude, working with your hands all day, though, is, like, so much easier than, like, sitting there, like, at a computer. I had a, a purpose. Bro, after lunch, like, my witching hour is so strong. Like, I need a nap. I just need, like, 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. But you know what? You're working. I'm in the office now, five days a week again. Fuck me. Boom. And you, if God forbid, you just wanted to go like lay down and have a little shavasana, you would be like, "What the fuck is this guy doing?" But it's 15 minutes. But no one would say shit if you're on your phone scrolling for 15 minutes. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like, I need that little like that's that little boost of REM to feel a little better. Can't have it. You want to know what's wild though? I think I think it's Japan. It's actually like. A sign that you're working very hard if you fall asleep at your desk. Yeah. I mean, they that encourage every, it. Every day. Yeah. Every day. They encourage it. I mean, there's so many countries that do stuff like that. Yeah. Like, you go home for an hour or two in the middle of the day, like, and you, mm-hmm. got, you just relax for a second. Like, it's not... We're just in this crazy hustle culture of just like Americans overthrew their original government and corporations just to get beat down by government and corporations. We just want more McDoubles, man. <laughs> I will work for the McDoubles, dude. I mean, it, it was pretty much over for everyone in our country's future the, the minute that the CIA decided to whack JFK for trying to eliminate the Fed and make the currency silver backed again. It was a mob hit, though. Well, it, yeah, the Fed. Yeah, they're a mob. Yep. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. It was over for us. Yeah, and when did the 9 to 5 become 8 to 5? Dude, I work nice. 8 to 5 now because yeah, you get an hour lunch. Fuck, I was, yeah. Dude, I'd rather come in at 9 and not have a lunch break and just like eat as I'm working and go 9 to you, 5. You know, mm-hmm. I had to have a 30-minute meeting with my manager the one time in the past because they're like, you need to take a lunch break. And I'm like, but why can't I just have that 30 minutes and leave Back. 30 minutes yeah. early and they're like no you have to like it's part of our i was like are you why can't i just yeah, eat right? through this they try, and to go act home? Like, they try to act like they're like treating you well or something yeah it's like I, Take a break. I, I can scoop a fork and click on a fucking keyboard it's not a big deal but yeah, if i can right? go home at 4 30 i'm gonna do it yeah but the spoons involve i'm i gotta take yeah. especially if you're on meetings away. and you're eating just like turn your camera off real quick why don't and we take use a couple sporks bites more often why don't you use what sporks why isn't that a thing? Why did that never become a thing? I hate sports, dude. They're rough, I just, man. I just feel like I'd never be in a situation where I need a spoon and a fork. You also, like, you can't stab through, what, like, anything because it's, what, like, all spoon. What, what about a really chunky soup? Yeah, but I, why never, would, I never no. eat no, any sort of soup. soup. Yeah. No. Fuck, guys. Yeah. You're the Plus, soup if you have guy. a chunky soup, why wouldn't you just want to use a spoon? What if it's like, I don't know, what if it's stringy? I, I don't fucking know, dude. Stringy. I, I, feel like spork, stringy. I feel like the spork was invented to give you the option because the person that made the spork was like, maybe this person needs a fork or a spoon, not them both did, at the same time. Okay, did you guys ever back in uh, like Chef like elementary or middle school, you get the little plastic utensils and there's a spork and a knife and that was it? Oh yeah, save, yeah. save on waste. I mean, yeah. that makes sense, dude. As a kid, yeah, I couldn't makes function, sense. so like I didn't need like my option but, of utensils. Those, <laughs> those sporks were like, oh my god, they're so sharp. The plastic ones, they're sharp. God, they got you. Mouth's cut up all the time. You know, I just had braces. <laughs> that too. <laughs> my mouth is all cut up from braces, dude. Mm-hmm. 
absolutely brutal. Yeah, I don't know how you cut your mouth with a spork. There's like no because they're, sharp edge on a on a plastic spork compared to a fork. What happened to on, you when you used a, a metal fork on a at your house? Plastic spork. Did you just bludgeon yourself? Be, because <laughs> those plastic spork sporks are so fucking thin. Because cheap plastic from China, dude. That they're just they're knives. Like little razor blades. What would happen with you when you went home and used a metal fork? A fully pronged metal fork. Yeah, there's some thickness to it, a little girth to that fork, you know what I mean? It's not thin ass plastic just cutting you away. Alright, what beer do we have? <laughs> I can't do this anymore. Moving on. What's our spork beer? beer. <laughs> no. Oh my god, it is a spork beer. No, I'm just kidding. It's Fegley's. Fegley's beer. It's a home court beer. Since oh, 1998. It says Guino Mexican style lager brew with the oh, limes. Okay, correct me if I'm wrong, but the menu said Tesquino with a Q, and this has a G on it. I'm not too good with words. I have no, I can't remember. I remember. I don't Tesquito. Um, sure. It's brew with limes, 4.7%. <laughs> I mean, it's okay. Um, it tastes like it a, needs tequila. No, it tastes like a Corona, but. Already with the lime in it, yeah, and it's kind of mm-hmm. like too much lime. Like if they do the uh, liquid lime juice instead of a regular lime, oh, that's no, what I it like tastes this. like. I feel like this yeah. thing would be fire if you like do that thing that you were talking about the other day when you rip a shot out of a beer or a drink or something. You pour a shot in, yeah, like, like uh, if you dump like a shot of tequila does. in here. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. If you could get this in a bottle and like take a couple sips and then put a little shot of tequila in here, it would be, be fire. Yeah. A little snake bite. It's like my favorite trick. Yeah, I, I think it would just turn into like a tequila high noon at that point. Honestly. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not a bad beer. It's just I don't like how it's brewed with the limes already. Like, I want to add my own lime. Okay. Yeah, Frankie's a manual lime kind of yeah, guy. Yeah, it's too limey. You Pretty on theme with the anti-spork. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we want control. Yeah, <laughs> we exactly. want control. I want to choose my own outcome. <laughs> what do you think rating-wise, Frank? No, it's a good beer. Um, again, wish it wasn't brewed with the limes and I could add my own. I mean, it's your typical. I mean, it tastes like a Corona. Yeah. Tastes like any sort of those uh, kind of beers. Um, I mean, in the summer, you could drink these all day. I uh, just wish it was a more hint of lime instead of like with lime. lime. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to go six, six flat, 6.0. Uh, coming from Brewworks, there's a lot better options. Um yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like just a plain Corona without a lime is even better than this. Um, give this like a 5-1. Yeah, I like the creativity here. Like we were just saying with the tequila, you know, this is like this beer is like a blank canvas. Uh, you can do a lot with it. But just by itself, I feel like it's just very middle of the pack. So I'm like a 5.5, I would say. It's good, but lager and limes are like a weird combo in my head. So I, I don't know. So I'll give it that middle of the pack score. Do you think they like, like, how do you think they brew this? Do they just like throw a shit ton of limes in the, the Johnson with it? Honestly, or like yeah. squeeze the juice. I, I think Probably. it's as simple as that. I think there's a lime involved in everything, even the labeling. Bro, we should do a test for these and drink like 15 in a day and see how our hangover is the next day. I don't like that test. Brutal. Well, Bruarx, I'm here to boost your average as usual. I like this beer. I think it's super refreshing. Uh, Nick, you're getting FaceTime from your mom. And Denied. I could drink 100 of these. Um, it's just, just, I think this is a perfect summer beer right here. Um, you're on the beach. You're golfing. You're on a boat. You're doing whatever. 
So uh, I'm giving it a 7.3. I think the lime juice makes it super refreshing. Dang. Throw a shot of tequila in this thing. Yeah, I think it's, it's going to be a beast. There's, there's a lot of potential here. It's a blank canvas, man. I'm telling you. Got to make the great. Yeah, I mean, but, but I, you, you have to judge the blank canvas, not what it could be. Yeah, but I did judge the blank Dating canvas. advice from Nick Q. I mean, if I was the Golden Knights and I just wanted to stay in the cup, I would probably drink like 500 of these. Dude, Dude. if you mash somebody like that in the last game, yeah. Vegas was probably unreal last night. Um, I, I just, I really can't picture the celebration Las Vegas's first professional sports team championship. After um, how many years? This, the scene was honestly unreal. It was probably really cool. Um, and yeah, Las Vegas Knights, your Stanley cup champions. They haven't been a bad team ever, which is no. kind of crazy because they were formed in what, like. 2016. Yeah. And they so made the fresh. Stanley Cups. I think it was 17. Made Lost to the Stars in their first Stanley Cup. No, I think it was the Capitals. You're right. You're right. Those yeah. Capitals. My Stars Obi beat the Cup. Panthers. Um, but, dude, they've been in the conference finals like four times, too. Crazy. Best expansion team since the Florida <laughs> Marlins. Easy. Yeah. Totally agree. I mean, they're, um, you know, within their first five, six years. They're a championship winner, so pretty cool. Um, and I just love how the Vegas Knights have really, truly, you know, been Vegas. Um, I know uh, the Raiders were there this past season, but it's hard to really encompass Vegas in a football stadium, whereas in a hockey or basketball setting arena, you can really have, like, the shows that they did in the beginning and – Fucking Wayne Newton beating on yeah, a drum. So like, yeah, and it was really cool. We, we walked around T-Mobile Arena. Um, we went there in 2020. And, like, compared to where Allegiant Stadium is, it is in a prime location on the Strip. Like, if you are going there to see a game and you're staying at a hotel, like, you could be, like, all the way to downtown, five-minute Uber ride if you're coming off of Fremont Street. Or if you're staying in one of the casinos that are further away, like the Mirage or the Venetian or the Palazzo, it's like a 15-minute walk. And then same thing, if you're on, like, the Mandalay Bay side or, like, Excalibur or any of the other MGM resorts, it's like an eight-minute walk. So, like, for all the, the guests and, like, fans of, of the Knights who might be, like, you know, living in L.A. or, like, Utah or the surrounding area that are coming in to see them, like, their location is so prime. The parking lot is trash compared to Allegiant. They ha- Did you see yesterday, if you just wanted to get a parking lot ticket, it was $800. Huh? And all you could do was just party in the parking lot. $800. Yeah, I think uh, the cheapest seats to get in were 1000 Do that. Home. You know why they do that, though? Because, like, there would be drunk fucks like at us out there that, like, someone just catches a heater on the craps table or like you're playing video poker and you just bang like four aces and you're like, yo guys, let's just go hang out in the parking lot. The golden Knights game. Well, it's like, also fucking- a parking pass. So like how many people can you fit in a car? True. I also think that's probably why like the tickets were so high because the demand's not there. What if there's limited like, supply, yeah. zero demand, dude, you got like seven, eight guys together in like a van yeah. Yeah, and you're bros. like, we can pull up, spend a hundred bucks a piece and party yeah, outside. Facts. I went to a Ravens game, uh, Sunday night football and like Ash and I were bouncing around bars, like watching the one o'clock games, four o'clock games. And, uh, like there was this group of dudes, this guy had like a huge, like jacked up, uh, like Ram truck 
and he had a whole system where he had six TVs and like a speaker system. And they were like, dude, it would be like us if we had it, like we're going to a game. And it was just like, he had the six TVs plugged in. They were watching all the games. Like, imagine you just do that. You pull up with your buddies. You just put the tube in, throw it on the radio and just chill in the parking lot with a bunch of Knights fans. Just watch the game. It's like NFL ticket, but you're tailgating. Maybe a lit experience. That would be sick. Imagine watching six one o'clock games in a parking lot of a football game. It'd be awesome. I would just do that in my driveway. I know. Honestly. Dude, when I saw the uh, the one strip club owner promise every Knights player free lap dances for for their life. They That's won wild. the Stanley Cup. He, he's giving <laughs> lap dances? No, no, obviously not him, Nick. Oh, Come okay. on, dude. He's hey, just, you never know. I mean, Nick, if that's what, you know, more your style. Well, if he wants to personally offer, I'm not going to say no. Nick, I mean, where'd you get those skates? That's <laughs> Bro, I mean, in the in the state of Nevada where prostitution's legal, that could probably be the dumbest thing you could do as a Knights player. Dude. Uh, get a lap mean, dance by a dude? I mean, I feel like that's the dumbest with, thing you do as the owner. You could go to a DMV. Owner's being smart there, dude. By giving away free lap dances? I'm sure. For life? I'm sure there's probably... Some type of there's no expense. <laughs> yeah, like there's pro- there's got to be some loophole in there where if one of those girls gets knocked up, it's like total win for him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Guys, just trying to produce more athletes or something. And he owns them. Yeah, yeah that's how it works. this this kid's a bastard child from the Rhino, and now yeah. he's on the Knights. He's mine. <laughs> that hockey player's kid is mine. <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't oh, step God. foot in there if I was one of those players, dude. Those girls yeah. be trying to get pregnant so fast. That's a setup. Yeah, Jared's just sure. winking at me right now, so just absolutely not. Know that. He's winking with both eyes. Now. Oh no, he's just blinking. <laughs> guys are ridiculous. Oh man, yeah. So congrats to the Vegas Knights. Pretty cool. Um, love to see that, especially for Vegas. Like I said, first championship in the city of Vegas. That place must have been unreal last night. So just really happy for them. Would you guys immediately go out and just gamble your whole like championship bonus that night? Oh my god, hundred. I mean, yeah, they probably partied. Don't they? Probably really didn't do much at the casino. Oh, they actually no. I lied. They probably get the boys at the craps table. You're like, fuck it. Here's a milk. But if you think about it, every Vegas casino owner was like. I want your team at my casino. I'll yeah. give all your boys fucking free rolls. Uh, I think I heard uh, they were at like the Aria last night. Same about, wherever nice. they go, they're going to be followed by a Everybody. shit ton of yeah. people not getting free money. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I don't know. Oh, uh, yeah, it's probably a sick night. Um, Denver now gets up next. Yeah, Joker is not doing that C- to celebrate. City. He's going straight <laughs> back home to Serbia. Right to the horses, dude. Yeah, he's missing his home. He He was actually bummed out. When he found out the parade in Denver wasn't until Thursday. Yeah. And he couldn't go home until after that. That's so wild. And then he's complaining. He was like, everyone that, like, works wants to go home. Okay, Nicola, why don't you come fucking work my job, dude? <laughs> yeah. All right? You want to talk about wanting to go home? Yeah, but he made different. a good point, though. He was like, if I was just working back at home with my horses, I'd probably be dreaming about the NBA. But oh, yeah. now that I play in the NBA, I'm just dreaming about back home and my horses. Yeah, it's a grass is always so it's greener. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. But he all-time quote, um, I think it was uh, Lisa Salters, maybe, I can't remember. Nikola Jokic, you're an NBA champion. How does it feel? Feels pretty good. We got the job done. Now we go home. <laughs> like, that was like, I was like, what? 
Yeah, man. There's no <laughs> cash out. He's just the man. It's He's like the a, man. Like every war America's ever waged. <laughs> Dude, probably the most melancholy response to winning anything <laughs> right. ever. And then he and then he was given the MVP trophy and he just leaves it on the stage. Like he literally <laughs> got the trophy, you know, fucking put it up in the air. He put it down put it and then down. he just walked away. Like he left the tro- Bruce Brown picked it up and was like, "What do I do with this?" <laughs> and everyone's like, "Why is Bruce Brown holding the MVP trophy?" <laughs> it was just so funny. Dude, um, he's, yeah, he's on another level with that stuff. Really happy for the city of Denver. Um, I, I've said it a bunch, but Denver is a super cool city. Highly recommend going out there and checking it out. Really happy for the city. First, not only just first appearance in the NBA Finals. Um, I will not only the first win, the first championship, but that was the first time they were ever there. So I don't know. It's really cool. Really happy for them. Love the team. Love Jamal Murray. Shout out Canada. Um, just, I think the super team might be dead, man. Last couple teams have not been super teams in the NBA to win the championship. Are the new super, super team, though? role players, dude. That's over, what you need. It's over, just no under, super good, just an overall good team. Over, under, Three more rings for the Nuggets in the next eight years. Oh, under, under, dude. I mean, that's what? Like any, anyone. Yeah. What, what if they? What if they go on uh, no, like the, a Warriors run? A pro- what if like next year? You tell me you're not gonna. It's dude, not gonna it's be an really auto bet. Fucking hard to win it. Yeah, NBA but the Western Conference isn't yeah, that good, dude. The the Nuggets oh, are an incredible team, but like for them, to, they're an incredible team because they stick to a strict strategy. They have the pieces that they have that are like super role players, and they hit a ton of shots this year. It's just that simple. Like that team shot out of their minds this year. Like half the shots that they were hitting, you don't know that those are going to fall. It's it's just like a totally different dynamic. Yeah, they're going to Some really, other people are going to want to go play there though. Free agents. It's, just, it's it's really hard to win a ring. I think the the a more a, a more proper line should be one and a half championships in 8 years though. Yeah. I feel like dude, you gotta dumb really, it down they just got their first it's, one. Yeah, it's really like fucking for them hard, to just guarantee man. three more in 8 years is insane. It's well, really hard to win an NBA champion. It's really hard to win any championship like in any gonna sport. They're going to be an auto bet every, for at least the next 3 years. It's really hard. Bro, like <laughs> the fucking the Warriors that like that that's not common when the Spurs went on their runs. Like that's not common, man. It takes like, one bad week. It's 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 really fucking hard. But it's kind of been NBA common in the last like fifteen years though. With who? Who? Like you just said, the Spurs had a run, the Warriors had a run. Like there's always been These special teams with like, special players. But it's also like the Nuggets are the next special team. That's yeah, but like only, my argument. That's out my of question. All of the teams, they've only won one or two out of outside of the Warriors. They've only got there once or twice. I don't know. I think that I think I'm. I'm, just, I'm, I'm slamming. I'm, I'm, getting the on the, I'm getting the Nuggets every yeah, you're year. You're on the Nuggets hype train now. Already. Yeah, why not? No, they deserve it. They deserve he's just, it. He's just all. Yeah, I mean, board. dude, they have probably the best player in the NBA right now, and who doesn't want to go play with them? Like, yeah, but who are they going to get? I don't know anyone. We'll get, LeBron. Somebody yeah. good will go over there. That's that's <laughs> my point. I don't know who, but if you're not telling me they're not going to splash a good free agent acquisition in the next. I'm sure two to three that, years. I'm gonna, you know, I'm I mean, sure, but that changes the whole dynamic. Also, when you so, win a championship, people get paid. Like Bruce Brown's gonna be a free agent. He's about to get paid, dude. Yeah. That was a key. That was true. a key role player for that team. That's true. I don't know. I think they got the sauce. I mean, yeah. I, I think, I mean, I think so too, but I think three, I mean, just giving them the line at three, that's just, right, that's you know, it's seven championships in the next eight years. <laughs> Minus a hundred <laughs> hammer. Oh, I'm just saying we've seen a lot of super teams in our lifetime, and I just think there's an emergence. It's you know just I mean, I mean the Nuggets are just a good team though. team, though. They're just a good team. Jamal Murray 
like it's Porter. Like they're not like I don't. They just like mesh. But like Frank said, they're gonna go somewhere and they're gonna get paid, and then they're gonna branch well, out as Nuggets superstars. They, you can't pay a ton of superstars. Well, what if they pull the the Tom Brady? You know what I mean? What if these guys, well, guys are like, I want to stay here? Well, exactly, but we can't probe into their minds because we don't know what they're thinking. Well, of course not, but I also don't think that Michael Porter Jr., Nikola Jokic, and Jamal Murray can dominate the NBA for half a decade. Fair, but That's what, just not... Well, who could they acquire in the next three years that would put them over the top? I mean, who knows? They would need, like, a four... You're right, though, Jared. I mean, anyone could go there. We don't know. We can't tell the I'm just future. saying, I think that's probably it's why it's worth a it's little. Just, what, are really, they going to be like 8-1, to 7-1 to one favorites? It's just, it, re- it's just really hard to win an NBA championship. Real hard to win any championship. But, I mean, look look at the Bucks. They haven't been back since. The Raptors. Yeah, they fucking suck yeah, now. So you get the injury bug. I, don't, I mean, I don't know. The Raptors. They, they, they won a couple years ago. People forget. Yeah, and they're nobody look at that. now. Yeah, they're nobody now. Nobody. Yeah. Joel Embiid's probably uh, a good example, though. Brian, his new house, he just got still watching that film of Kawhi just banging that three <laughs> in the corner. I was in Pints when that happened. Dude, that, oh, really? Oh, dude, all the Philly so fans? many people just cried. I was <laughs> the just building like, got lighter. Yeah. Silent. Oh, dude, it was wild. And I was I was Team Canada then, too. So I was <laughs> like, yo, Toronto. It's like, I worked there. Sheesh. All right, what do we got up next? Uh, moving on. Beating the Mets well, yesterday. Yeah. Ooh, baseball. There we go. Let's what a comeback, it. dude. Yeah, Scherzer? Scherzer and Verlander. I mean, Frank the Tank is going to have a fucking heart attack here. <laughs> I mean, Facts. Frank, we love you for reading on our fantasy football uh, draft order, but uh, my <laughs> guy, I don't year. mean to shame you or anything, but I know how stressed you get about your team. Maybe hit the treadmill a little bit so that Verlander and Scherzer don't give you a heart attack because uh, – I mean, what Verlander's going tonight, and he's like four six five ERA, which is like the worst his entire career. It's bad. And Scherzer last night, dude, was cursing up a storm. He looked like me playing FIFA. Oh, the way they lost last night too, giving up that lead, that dude. That Volpe double down the line was oh, they a thing of beauty. So fast too, dude. Lemayhew hit a fucking tank off of him. Just hangs like a two one slider, and he's like, "See ya." Big old mechanics guy, man. Yeah, he knows how to well, get under he's a gotta ball. Get, he's got to get hot. I mean, what he's hitting like two thirty eight right now. When you know he's getting on a bag. It, the Yankees are in great shape. Yeah, I mean, he's still one of the best hitters. Stanton actually swung the bat, too. That's yeah. nice. Well, prior to that game, Stanton, LeMahieu, Rizzo, and Donaldson were like six of their last 66 at-bats combined. Stanton still has like single-digit home runs this year. Well, he's hurt every other week. Yeah, I mean, he's not. Either way, he ain't swinging the bat. I get him over. They were just too much power. I mean, uh, Coltrane opened up a, a dog this like on the overnight and he's like 104 but the Yankees are laying one and a half and it's like plus 150 he has had double digit strikeouts in his last 23 starts which is a uh, team record tied with Gidry so he's got a chance to break the team record tonight and he broke Gidry's ERA record last year um, so that's uh as much shit as I give Garrett Cole if you're out here uh, showing up with Louisiana Lightning aka Gator they're doing something right. We just need to see that in the playoffs. He's stressful to watch, and he's chaotic when you're a fan and you're invested in every game. But at the end of the day, the stat sheet, he always has some crazy numbers on I, it. I mean, how about the Oakland A's trying to help us out here right now? They're on a seven-game winning streak, which is the longest uh, in, active in the MLB right now. And they got game three with the Rays tonight. Glassnow's going. He's like minus 290. 
And they, if you lay a, lay a run and a half, it's minus 150. What they call it, uh, yesterday they did the uh, reverse boycott. Yeah. They yeah. all, so the fans packed the stadium, but they all wore the sell the team shirts, which was sick. Washington should have been doing that for the last half a decade. Yeah. I mean, genius. <laughs> a reverse boycott. I can't wait to see that yeah, stadium in Vegas. Up. It's on my bucket list to go see that a baseball game sick. there. Yeah. Because you I can't mean, go just, catch a Raiders game. They're like $800 tickets, and it's just not realistic. But for a baseball game Jimmy in the middle of June, there's so many fuck games, out. too. Yeah. yeah. So you could definitely get one for the low. Um, but we, Yanks got series with the Mets, day off tomorrow, and then we got the Sox. Shipping up to Boston. Seattle and the Rangers. So nice little, uh, I mean, Red Sox are in dead last. We got to pumble in. Rangers are good, though. They're playing good baseball. Yeah, so Seattle and then the Rangers. That'll be a good little test. Um, definitely potential playoff matchups. Um, John Gray just got hurt for the Rangers, though, which is no bueno for them, especially when uh, DeGrom's out for who knows how long. DeGrom? No. no, he's done for the season. Yeah. He's getting well, Tommy John. He, he could be done for his career. Oh, like, yeah. That's I mean, second Tommy John. Yeah, that's true. So you never know. Um, hopefully, Dog Judge's foot's summer okay. here, baby. Yeah, we're, we're back. We're back. No more NBA, no more NHL. I mean, football seems like five lifetimes away. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, we got the U.S. Open this yes. weekend, so that'll help. Yeah. Golf. Golf. Yes, Los Angeles Country Club, one of the most exclusive country clubs in America. I want to start by um, talking about an article I read. So one, apparently the members sign these NDAs or whatever, stating, you know, they can't talk about the club to any sort of media outlets, whatever it may be. But obviously, you know, reporters still get the unanimous source uh, type uh, interviews. Um, so what I saw from like Golf Journal, maybe, I don't know. I forgot who it was. But the reported initiation fees, so to join the club, this club, is anywhere from 300 k to $500,000 just to join. And then your monthly dues are about three thirty k, so $30,000 every month. The whole year Man. that you have to pay, and then they don't even know how much. So, like with country clubs, you pay your monthly dues, but then you also have to spend a certain amount in like food and beverage. So, like that wasn't even reported. So, not only do they have to pay that lump sum to get in, they have to pay the thirty k in their monthly dues, but then they also have to spend an uh, x amount of dollars in food and beverage a month. What are they serving? Wow. Food like wagyu hot dogs, dude. <laughs> Sounds like Catholic school. Dude, this you should place go around is the crazy, bend. Crazy, bro. They just give you a cowboy cut ribeye. <laughs> this place Here you is. Go. This place is so nice. I'm so pumped dude. for this U.S. Open. The yeah, rough dude. is looking rough, dude. Let's go course, man. I want some. I want some high scores. Yeah. I want the winner to only win at like four under. Yeah. Like, make that's us what I feel want. good. Yeah. Dude, like, make us feel good. I want dude. these guys to struggle. Yeah. Feel like we do every day. <laughs> it, dude, it's the best though when you see a, a professional golfer struggle. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's not that you want them to, but it's just nice to know that you're not alone. <clears throat> yeah. So I got some bets here. I'm going to read them off real quick. Um, I got Cam Young, fifty to one. Ricky Fowler. I feel like Ricky Fowler's playing some really good golf. He's sort of back, and it'd be so sick if his first win in like five, six years is a major. I took him forty-five to one. 
Um, I got my Koreans. See, woo, Kim, 73 to 1. Um, where's my guy, Sung Jay? I got him at 60 to 1. And then Brooks. I mean, I have to, I always, I, I bet Brooks every major. I will bet him every major the rest of my life. Um, that that's just a fact. Twelve to one, so nothing crazy there. I got uh Phil to make the cut, and then uh, Barstool. Billy Mick. Yeah, Bar Barstool has a a decent preset parlay. Uh, Cantlay, Xander Schaffele, Schaffele, Schaffele. Oh my god! Um, and Colin Morikawa to Ooh. to make the cut. At what? Plus what? Plus one ten. It's not bad. It's pretty oh. solid. It's at minus a thousand. Okay, it's what, not bad. Okay, it's not what bad. What bets do we got here, boys? Uh, one little side uh, piece from um, the open, which is cool. Michael Brennan. I saw this earlier. I had to bring it back up. In 2012, there's a picture of him in the un- <laughs> like you know with Ricky, the notorious yeah, nice Ricky Fowler Sick. orange uh, uniform for for Halloween, and now he's like Jared said, he's playing with him. Eleven years later. I will say Ricky kind of fucked up on the year. It would have been cool if he actually predicted this year, but I think he said like 2025 in his yeah. little note he wrote. Still really cool though. I did see that earlier. That's just amazing. That's so close. It's crazy. It's crazy that dude, Ricky Fowler's still so fucking young, but he came on him and Jordan Spieth, those kind of guys came onto the scene at such a young age that he's still so young. Um, so, yeah, I had to hop on Ricky, dude, at 45-1. to 1. He's been playing good golf, man. It has been. It'd be really sick if he won this tournament. I wish I was good at golf. Dude, I Any wish bets? I could dress up like Ricky Any Fowler bets, like these guys. Um, I'm going to ride the Brooks Kepka. I mean, Brooks. the 12-1, to 1, there's a lot at stake. We were talking about it before with the Opens and everything and, and Ty and Tiger and Jack. Uh, but uh, I don't have any other favorites at the moment though but i'm just gonna ride the outright with brooks and i'm probably gonna play it a little safe and play him in a top 10 top 20 kind of deal give myself a little brooks kepka parlay the better he does the better i do and just kind of throw the coins at him right now because he's been cooking all right so uh quick question do you guys think that illegal immigration is going to spike this week because people think the u.s is open Oh my oh, holy dad joke. Dude. Throw the dad joke in there. Fred, the, the dad jokes are Frankie Shaw, bro. He's 30 and married oh, now. Man, that is a knee slapper. Yeah, we're I hope we can get some data on that. Oh man, uh, I was not expecting that. Right. That was funny. All right, anyway. That got me. All right, before before I get into my picks, uh I got to share some US You got another dad joke. No, no, no. I got to get I got to share the US Open trends. Um Visa, visa.com. This is from Wes Reynolds who's uh a fantastic uh, golf better uh, who's a contributor there. And if you don't have a VEASAN account, obviously you can hit me up. Uh, if I like you, maybe I'll share. If not, I'll just uh, maybe give you a couple uh, trends or some analysis that, that I have the fortune of getting as being a sub- subscriber. But um, again, we got to cite our sources here because that's what college told us. So uh, Wes Reynolds, he tracked these U.S. Open trends for everybody. So every U.S. Open winner since 2008 has had at least one top 10 finish and his previous five starts heading into the event and 13 of the last 15 have had at least one top five and their previous five starts heading into the event. 14 of the last 15 U.S. Open winners made the cut in their previous major. Each of the last seven U.S. Open winners had at least a top six finish or better in a previous major. 13 of the last 15 U.S. Open winners had at least one top 10 previously at a major champion chip and eight of the last 
11 U.S. Open winners posted at least one top 15 finish in at least one of their two most recent incoming starts leading into the U.S. Open. Uh, seven of the last 11 U.S. Open winners have been Americans. Awesome. Eight of the last 12 U.S. Open winners are ranked in the OWGR Top 15. And uh, the oldest winner of the U.S. Open since 2008 was Gary Woodland at the age of 35, and that was in 2019. So a little bit of food for thought. I mean, this is coming out for Friday, but obviously, um, you know, consider that going into next year and just, you know, knowledge is power. Um, So with that being said, I uh, went against the grain, but this does – hold some value here as uh you know as we we see the 14 and last 15 US Open winners made the cut or um have seven winners have at least placed top 6 in a previous major so uh the fact that Sahith Tagala is a is a 100 to 1 I mean come on you tell me that's not worth a couple couple of beer dollars right there maybe skip out on the coffee um so I played him uh, to win top five at 18 to one top 10 at plus 750. And then uh DraftKings given an awesome little like 30% boost. So I took Victor Hovland from 18 to one, put him at 20, uh, 21 to one. And then I bet him top five plus 360. And um, Cam Smith, everybody knows I love him. I think, you know, the short game and, and just his skills around the greens are the best on tour. So the fact you get him at 30 to one odds is awesome. I played him uh, top five, six to one, and then uh, hammered him top 20 at plus 125. And then uh, Justin Rose, I feel like has been a guy that we don't talk about much on the pod, but he is just uh, like a top 20 fiend in the majors. Plus 165, how to get down on him. And then um, what was the 2020 Masters? He was the first round leader, so... Dude definitely is uh he's he's come out hot in majors before and he's forty five to one as a first round leader. Um or fifty five to one rather first round leader, forty five to one to win. So I got down on both of those. And then uh Keegan Bradley, eighty to one first round leader, and um sixty to one after round one finish. So mm, love that. Love a good uh juicy big card. For majors. No doubt. Yeah. I just want everything. I want to bet everything. I adjust throughout the week, too. Yeah. Hitting something live. Oh, I, uh, we were down at the bar earlier, and I was telling you guys, uh, I don't have this in, in the cooler yet, but I'm going to get there. Um, probably put it in once we, we get out of here. But it's um, FanDuel allows you to parlay finishing position. So you can do Scotty Scheffler who has placed in the top 10 in his last 12 of 13 events in the top 20. And you can parlay that with Brooksy and Victor Hovland. That's like plus 234. And that's, that's a bet I really like. And uh, three golfers I definitely enjoy watching. So I'll, I'll be getting down on that as well. Yeah. Just excited to watch some major championship golf during work on Thursday and Friday. Absolutely. Have you guys, uh, Question: Has anyone found a Brooks versus Rory matchup anywhere? I think I saw um, the one guy on Twitter talking about it. Um, was it Jeff? Cutmaker yeah, Jeff, and, yeah, Cutmaker Pod, any Jeff Seely? They, they were saying, and this might have been in Vegas, but 
Rory was like minus 115 and Brooksy was like plus 135. I want to get, I want to find that and bet that if I, uh, it's a total, total major all four rounds matchup bet. But I only found it on points bet and it was 110. And like, 110 I'll pro- 110 if I can't find sides. the plus money, I'll probably still bet 110 because, all right, that's still a decent price, but I would love to take Brooks Kepka over Rory McIlroy in a major, especially when, like, dude, on Sundays, if Brooks is in the top five, like, he just does not make bogeys, so, dude. He do- he just, he does not make bogeys. He is the best majors player since Tiger Woods. It's an undoubtable argument. And when's the last time Roy's won a major? Nine years. So, uh, Barstool has a lot of, a lot of those. Um, Brooks versus, fuck, I just lost it. Antley, Bro- I see Brooks, Brooks is like 105 against McElroy, who's like one. I fucking lost it. I'll find it in a second. Any, any plus price on Brooks, I'm going to go get one, down. 105, uh, Rory is minus 137. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And why? I don't know. Why would you? Why I don't. I don't understand that. Yeah, it's gonna be a good week. I just. I'm excited. We can wake up tomorrow into some championship golf. How about it? It's gonna be great, man. Can't wait to watch at work. Yeah. What do you, What club are you guys awesome. going to on the uh, like the 76 yard par three? Oh my god, I'm at 60 degree. But what about the 290 yard par three driver? driver. Yeah, we, yeah, we all are going driver there. Yeah, driver. going into a bunker or trees yeah, or something. The rough, the rough. Wedge it out, dude. It's crazy. Is man. there like a fairway or something in front of that green? I have no clue. I didn't see the whole layout. I just saw the markers because they just showed par three 290 yards. Imagine if it was just a green and a tee box, and the middle was water. Shit, like yeah. they do oh, at like uh, what is it, Iron Lakes. They're 18th green. There's nothing but water between you and the green. Imagine that was a 290. That would, I, I mean, that, that would make hole, it though. interesting, though. Par threes at, at Twin Lakes are great. Or it could be like, remember when we were playing at uh, Robert Trent Jones during Frank's wedding, and they had the hole-in-one contest? Yeah. And it was like 195 yards. It was long, yeah. dude, surrounded by bunkers. And, and I hit a fucking hybrid, and I still didn't even make it. Yeah. I, like, <laughs> that's probably what I would do. I'd be like, I'm not going for the green. I'm just going to try to get on the little I fairway. Like in a front. nine. We were in the same bunker, yeah. I think. No, I was on the fairway. Oh. Uh, I mean, uh, short? Cool. Yeah, it was short. Cool I guy. thought I was in the bunker. The guy's like, no, nah, you're not in the bunker. You're like 15 yards short. I'm like, no way. I go up to my ball. Oh, the guy that sold yeah, the, the shit. Yeah, the dude that was there, like, selling the, the tickets he for the contest. everyone. And I didn't believe him. I thought I was in the bunker. And, I mean, I it was a good thing bunker. I wasn't because that bunker was tough because the pin was, like, tucked five yards right in front of it. And I was just like, oh, cool. I'm hitting a, sand, I'm hitting a little sand wedge from, from like, yeah. 30 yards away. I couldn't even reach the fucking green. Had a mean ledge, too, at the top of that yeah. bunker. You're not rolling out of that thing, dude. You're thumping no. and running right back. No. So uh, I wonder, up. I wonder, like, come Sunday, if we'll see guys, like, and try to birdie the par fives, and then instead of going for those greens, like, laying up and just taking the par and getting out of there. It's going to be interesting. We shall see. Especially if you have like a one or two stroke lead. You know what I mean? Stroke. It's going to be course management, I feel like, going into that. It's going to be. But you got, I mean, to win a major, you got to be aggressive, I feel like, no matter what. Yeah. To win a major, man, you can't play to fucking play it safe. You can't play to not lose. Yeah. Like, you just have to play to win, man. Well, we'll see what they do. It's going to be fun. Yeah, is that it? You guys have anything else in the sports world? I think I think that's it. Happy Father's Day. 
Ooh, shout the dads out there. Yeah, Go dads. dads. Shout out Steph Dad Smalls life. dads. Girl dads, boy dads. Yeah. Both dads. Sock dads. Sock dads. Oh, man. Okay. Big dads. Short dads. Small dads. Tall dads. Golf dads. Turn it into Dr. Seuss books. Yeah. Sport dads. Theater dads. Just not you red socks dads. Ooh, no red, red socks Sox. dads. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> See you next week at Lone Truth Pod. Sock dads. You guys really didn't get that one?